Welcome back to the Let's Talk Race podcast. I am your host, Trey, and I'm here with my girl, Monique. This is a podcast meant to create a safe space for people of color to address issues that relate to racial inequality, systematic oppression, and how to be active and making a positive impact within your own community. Yes, honey, we're here to spill the tea on how and why we need to dismantle and rebuild America's corrupt and racist system. So grab a cup and join us. Today, um, this podcast is really meant for us to let our listeners know a little bit more about who we are and what we do for a living. So because um, Monique is new to this, I'm going to let her start off. Do you want to tell them a little bit about who you are, what you do for a living, your involvement in the community? Hey, everyone. I am Monique. I am an educator. I've been teaching since 2006 but I'm also an activist out in the community. I work with a lot of different organizations around creating safe spaces for Black people in the, in the community and with helping children and mentoring them, getting them through the education system. I'm also very active in the teachers union and am doing a lot to support Black teachers and other teachers of color in these predominantly white spaces that we're in, not only to support each other, but to also further our cause of anti-bias, anti-racism education. So very happy to be here. Thank you for the invite, Trey. Yeah, I had to get you on here. Um, And many of you can probably imagine that, you know, she's probably perfect to be on this podcast obviously you know and hearing her involvement in the community she was really the first person that I thought of that I really wanted to jump on board I was a little bit worried because I know your schedule is crazy especially with everything that you're involved in but I'm definitely really happy that you decided to be on this podcast with me um, because I know you just have a lot to contribute in terms of your knowledge and just your involvement and your experiences alone Um, To tell everybody a little bit about who I am, um, I am also an educator. Monique and I actually work in the same school. I teach second grade, and I just finished up my second year. Um, I am very passionate about being trauma-informed, but I also really wanted to get involved in matters surrounding racial inequality and systematic oppression. Um, After all of the Black Lives Matters protests and and seeing what happened to George Floyd, um, I unexpectedly spoke at a protest. And, you know, all of this stuff really just made me feel like I wanted to create a space for us to discuss these issues and to educate people on these matters so that they could um, kind of figure out, you know, how they want to make a change and how they want to become um, allies and and things of that nature. Um, So that's really the reason why I wanted to do this podcast and have Monique on here with me. Uh, Monique, why did you want to do this podcast with me? Um, The biggest thing that was important to me when you asked was the creating a space for people like us, right? We are the only two 
non-white teachers in our building now. And it's important that we have a space to support each other, but also that we use our collective voices to help others. Um, and so I really just wanted to be present here um, and to be able to talk about what it means to be Black in this community, what it means to be a Black teacher in this community, and to be real about a lot of the issues that are concerning race, not only in public education, but in the community at large, when we think about policing and housing and all of the other sectors of our society that are affected by the systematic racism. So thanks for the invite and bless somebody with our words. Yes, definitely. Um, we do have some initiatives that we're working on as well outside of this. We are um, looking into also creating uh, an organization within our community called Let's Talk Race. Um, and that would really be more so just to get involvement and to educate and encourage dialogue um, about injustice, systematic oppression, and the way it influences American society, and to teach others how to become allies. Um, so, you know, once we get that organization up and running, we'll definitely share that information as well. Um, but now we're going to move on. We're going to talk a little bit about topics that we will address because we want to make sure that you have at least somewhat of an idea of the things that we're going to be talking about. Um, some of those include adverse effects of discipline on Black students, American history that people may have never known. Um, are there any that you want to share that we'll be talking about, Monique? Yeah, I wanted to say because we're both teachers, we're probably going to talk about education a lot, but also looking at injustices in the medical system, thinking about racial induced trauma, generational trauma, um, looking at kind of the origins of race and, and how we got to the place that we're at now. So we have a lot of good stuff, um, a lot of topics to explore. Yes, and I'm actually super excited for that origins of race topic. Like, honestly, if we had the time today, I would dive right into that because it is a social construct. That is a thing. It is a social construct. It's a hierarchy that was made um, to basically just undermine the value of people of color and just, you know, make make it so that, you know, white people are on top and that they benefit from every aspect of society. So I can't wait to get into that topic. That will actually be the next topic that we work on. Um, but again, those are just a few of the things that we're going to touch on. That definitely does not represent everything that we touched on. Um, so let's talk a little bit about how we how we met. Um, obviously, you know, we, we meet, we bleh, I cannot talk. I did this on the other podcast too. <laughs> I'm sorry. But, you know, obviously we're both educators. And so Monique and I met because I moved to the Iowa City area, got a teaching job as a second grade teacher. Um, I wasn't expecting to end up in the Iowa City area. I actually ended up getting laid off from my other job due to budget cuts. And I was I was on my way out the door. Um, I was not feeling the world of education after my first years. So um, luckily, you know, when I came up to the Iowa City area, they wanted me to right away and I was able to meet Monique. And we kind of got to know each other a little bit in the building. But unfortunately, with the way our school is set up, um, my second graders are on the top floor, the main floor, and her sixth graders are on the bottom floor. So we would see each other in passing sometimes, but um, really, I don't know. We haven't hung out 
a whole, whole lot. We have a little bit recently. We're slowly getting to know each other, but I knew right away when I met Monique that that was somebody that I wanted to connect with, to become friends with, because I knew that she had a lot of knowledge um, just in general about teaching and education. And I loved and really admired just her um, fight for, you know, equality and and, um, social justice and all of those things that she was, she's involved in. So um, yeah, yeah. Anything to add? Well, I'll say that um, I I was assigned to go to Grant, so I wasn't at Grant last wow. year. And our school, is a, it's a brand new school. And so part of my job as a leader in the district was helping to open the school and be a part of some of our building teams. And, and that took way more time than I thought it would take um, opening the school. But we also know a mutual person from Davenport and she found out that you were leaving Davenport. She contacted me immediately and was like, you have to find Trey. You have to watch out for her. You have to look out for her. So that's actually what prompted me to reach out to you um, even before school started, just to make sure you were good with the transition, knowing what happened in Davenport and hoping that you were going to find a community that you wanted to stay with here in Iowa city. That was very important to me. And also, um, when I first got here 15 years ago, I was the only teacher of color in my building. And it was really hard for me to navigate, Iowa City. I'm not from here, just getting around, getting questions answered. So I felt like you needed to be a part of the community of people that we had kind of gathered together and support. And I'm so happy that we have more time now to get together. It's unfortunate that the circumstance has been um, this fight for racial equality after George Floyd's public murder. But Um, I am impressed with just how you're using your voice and how you're getting active and maybe more active than you want to be at this point, but more active in the fight. And it's something that we can do together. Yes. Yes. I've definitely enjoyed, you know, being on all these committees. Well, I mean, it's been crazy, but you know, it's been nice to know that you are also another um, black woman in the education field on these committees with me contributing your knowledge and, you know, kind of unapologetically making sure that we are being um, equitable and, you know, making sure that we're advocating for our students of color. So yes, um, I I really did not know that. um, I know who you're talking about when you said they probably contacted you. I didn't know she reached out to you. I had no Oh, yeah, girl, the the support network is real. And that's the whole we look out for each other. And that's I mean, that's part of what we do as black women, right? We we hold each other up. We look out for each other. We hold each other accountable. We put each other on all of those kinds of things. And so I'm I'm proud to be a part of that network. I wish our network was larger in our district. But there is that larger state network. So, girl, you have people looking out for you. You don't even know yet. (laughs) Oh my! Well, that's good, I guess, because Lord knows I need everybody. <laughs> All right, it's a beautiful. Let's move.
fun. Um, we're going to like touch on a little bit of the audiences that we want to reach. You know, some of those audiences are going to be the same. Um, some of them may be a little bit different. Um, so I'll kind of start when I, you know, kind of came up with this idea for the podcast. My idea was that um, the audiences I wanted to reach was, you know, other black educators administrators who um, I think need to take a closer look at curriculum and, and really um, making sure that staff is culturally competent and um, also parents, um, parents and, and families in my own community. I really wanted them to stand and, and be aware of the history surrounding racial inequality um, in society in general, because I know that, you know, the majority of people aren't exposed to that if you haven't gone to school and studied, you know, education or something that relates to history. So I really wanted to be able to put that information out there to parents so that they would learn about the history and be able to equip their kids with the skills and knowledge that they would need in order to become allies um, and be able to just advocate for other students of color and you know just you know help to end end all the nonsense surrounding racism um it is my belief that children are the future they are when we're gone they're gonna be here so we need to invest in them and so really reaching out to parents was something that was really important to me as well what are some audiences that you want to reach i was about to say i'm about to get real because um every sector of our society goes through the education system. So to your point, even if you don't become a teacher, you're a lawyer, you're a real estate agent, you're a, a doctor, um, all of those sectors are also struggling with systematic and institutional racism. And those practices are learned in school. So we have a lot of people who have a sphere of influence on how to dismantle white supremacy and they don't even know how to do that. And part of what I want um, this podcast to be is a space for them to learn the language that they need to bring back to their respective industries to say, yeah, these are the changes that we need, need to make and this is why we need to make them. Um, because when I'm thinking about some of the things that have been happening like Christian Cooper and George Floyd's murder, I'm thinking about the people who perpetrated those crimes against them and, and thinking, what could they have learned in school right. that would have changed, you know what I'm saying, that would have changed that reality. And that's what I'm looking for. I'm hoping to avoid the next Ahmaud Arbery or avoid the next George Floyd if we can give people the right information and the right tools and the call to action to do something different. So I hope people who are listening are ready to get real and ready to own their responsibility in this fight to dismantle white supremacy. Yes. And I love how you said that um, I, you hope that people are ready to own that because I feel like often, especially people who are not of color, um, feel like they need to go to people of color to learn when that's not really our responsibility to teach it. Um, you know, yes, there are people like us out there that want to educate others and we're more than willing to talk and talk about it. Um, but there are some people who don't feel like it's their responsibility to educate you. And I do feel like it's not. I, I'm doing this as a choice. Monique is doing this as a choice. Um, but everyone has a responsibility to really do the research and and 
acquire the knowledge that you require. If you don't know what white supremacy is, look it up on the internet. If you don't know what it means to be anti-racist or how to be anti-racist, look it up. There are books out there. There are resources out there. And this day and age, we all have access to technology, computers, our cell phones. It's very easy to look up resources on these things. So um, thank you for bringing that up, that it is everyone's responsibility on their own to to seek out this information and not just kind of wait for someone to to share it if that makes sense yes talk to us please don't talk to your black co-worker please don't go to your neighbor down the street if you don't already have a relationship with that person to have these conversations just just go ahead and not yeah <laughs> just don't do that <laughs> for your safety <laughs> So um, we're going to end the episode. This one's, again, not going to be too long. This is really meant for everyone to get to know us a little bit more and just why we're doing this and just share a little bit about those topics we want to address. But we do want to make sure that we touch on how you can reach us and connect with us on social media. The Let's Talk Race podcast um, has an official Instagram page, and you can find that page by just searching Let's Talk Race podcast no underscores no no anything in between it's just one long word um you can connect with us on the actual website for the podcast and that is anchor.fm slash let's talk race um and you can also connect with monique on there as well if you want to connect with me on my personal instagram page um, my instagram tag is butterfly underscore kisses but the e's or are threes so um again that's b-u-t-t three r-f-l-y underscore k-i-s-s three s um the next episode again is going to be talking about the origins of a race we're ready to break it down for you and just talk about the history behind that um because it is a very racist just you know societal construct that you know i shared at the beginning and um we're hoping to get that episode out to you guys in about two weeks or so um because you know i think that's about you know how often we're going to be putting episodes out. So um, thank you all for tuning in. Thank you, Monique, for again agreeing to be my co-host and stay tuned for the next episode. Appreciate you. Peace.